Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Today we have a, such a fun, great story. It's a story about World War II. It's a story about Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor attack. It's about Guam in 1941, and it's all from a World War II veteran who is 104 years young, Mr. George A. Jednoff. He's funny. He's energetic. It's great. I know you will love it. Please share this episode with your friends and your family. Enjoy. I really didn't have that spectacular uh a record in uh, World War II. Okay. Uh, I was uh, uh, in my uh, second year of the Graduate School of Business at Stanford uh, when the war started. And uh, uh, fortunately, uh, if you had less than a year to go, uh, you get a deferment so you could finish your education. So uh, the war started and uh, uh, I was still in the business school, but then I applied for a commission and uh, uh, was granted, but uh, I was able to, to get my, uh, my degree in June. Uh, the war started the previous December. So uh, uh, Barbara was still in school <laughs> and we were going to get married afterwards. But uh, uh, once I got my my commission, uh, uh, we didn't know how long it was going to be. And she was uh, a couple of years behind me at, at Stanford. And uh, I was waiting on tables in her on her uh, sorority house when I met her. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, we uh, decided to uh, to jump the gun and uh, and and set the uh, uh, marriage date for February uh, 1943, and. Uh, uh, she didn't graduate. wasn't supposed to graduate till till June of forty three, but she had extra credits. So uh, uh, we uh, Stanford was on a, a three quarter system, and uh, she had enough credits so she was able to graduate uh, a quarter ahead of time. She had promised her dad that uh, 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 she being just 19 at the time, <laughs> that she would finish school and uh, she had enough credits. Uh, so we got married in February. Uh, we had a, uh, 
two-day honeymoon. I took her back to Stanford, and she took her finals <laughs> when I went back to uh, U.S. Steel, where I was working, uh, uh, pending uh, being called into the Navy. And uh, so <laughs> she completed her uh, her final exams, and then she moved in with me in Pittsburgh, California, which is about uh, an hour drive away from Stanford. And uh, I continued to work for U.S. Steel until I was called uh, for my commission. And... Uh, and uh, steel was very much in demand, and uh, and uh, everybody was going shorthanded because uh, of the military taking so many. Uh, so I I finally got uh, called. I went down and I flunked my eye test, and <laughs> and uh, they said, well, uh, they I could take another test in six months. Uh, meanwhile, I, I was in a uh, government deferment job anyway, uh, making steel. And uh, uh, when I went back for my second test in six months, uh, I had a more sympathetic uh, doctor <laughs> that checked me and he... he he would uh, size me up and says, come on, damn it, George, you can do better than that. Squint, squint. <laughs> and uh, I finally got enough, so I got my deferment. And then uh, then we waited for my orders to come in. And finally, when they came in, uh, I went back to uh, Quonset Point, Rhode Island, uh, for the uh, indoctrination for new officers. It was a... Uh, uh, two or three month uh, program uh, and Barbara went back with me and she uh, uh, rented a house, uh, uh, a room uh, close to Quonset Point and got a job at the Cherry and Webb department store figuring that we'd see each other. Well, as it turned out, uh, <laughs> They wouldn't let me leave the base. And uh, while we were in, in boot camp uh, for officers, uh, you didn't wear your, any signs of being an officer. And they put you through, well, basically the course is called Rocks and Shoals, which was Navy, re Navy regulations. and uh, But they wanted you to get a taste of it. Of things, so you got demerits for everything. If you didn't have a a button uh, on on your shirt, right? Potatoes peeling, <laughs> and uh, but anyway, uh, uh, when I got through, because I had a, a two degrees in reading production management, uh, uh, mechanical engineering, and production, which is but I like they uh, they sent me to the Douglas Aircraft Plant in El Segundo, California, and uh, uh, 
they were having all kinds of uh, equipment problems, uh, material problems, and they had over 100 airplanes in what we call the boneyard, and they were all missing a few parts. So they assigned a, a, a pretty high-level officer uh, who uh, had a group of about 15, and I was one of those 15, to uh, uh, descend on Douglas and try to help them get the parts and what it took. So I was there, and, uh, and also I was uh, following some research problems for the uh, uh, for the U.S. Navy, and uh, but <laughs> being uh, 26 years old, and uh, uh, all my buddies were all overseas, and here I was doing an old man's job in the in the states, saving, and, and I didn't feel comfortable, and uh, uh, you know you don't have much sense when you're that age, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I went to the commanding officer and I said, I wonder if I can get traveled, uh, uh, transferred to sea duty. And, uh, and he says, no, he says, you can't do that. We, we're so shorthanded and you're doing a great job and I want you to stay here. So I, I tried. And then uh, uh, about six months later, he got promoted. And he called a lot of us in, and uh, and uh, he complimented me on doing a good job. And I said, uh, Captain Hober, if I did a good job for you, why don't you do something for me and send my letter on? <laughs> and he said, well, okay. So he sent it through. So what happens? I get sent to uh, overseas to Pearl Harbor, <laughs> uh, right, uh, well, in Honolulu. And I thought, gosh, this, this isn't sea duty. But there again, I had a technical job uh, uh, with the airplane. So uh, I was there for about six months and, uh, and uh, we were sending airplanes over that came in for repairs uh, on uh, on Kaiser Jeep carriers and a whole bunch of my classmates and guys that I, I knew at school would, would come through with the ships and there I was. Well, finally, uh, uh, I talked to <laughs> another guy and then they needed the chief engineer for, for a... Uh, an assembly plan, and uh, they were going to go to Guam. And uh, my brother was in Marine Corps, and he made landings on on Guam. And, and then uh, after it was secured, they started building up the base. So I got transferred to Guam, and then uh, uh, I got promoted to being head of the of this plant. So. The rest of the war, I was making these uh, droppable fuel tanks uh, uh, that extended the range of, of airplanes. And uh, we filled the island up. But I had some wonderful production experience 
working uh, with a group of sailors. So uh, that was really my experience in, in the Navy. Uh, while I was in Guam, uh, uh, many of my friends, uh, my brother, who at that point was sent to Okinawa with the Marines, he came through Guam. I got to visit him. Uh, a couple of my roommates uh, were in the Navy. They, they came, came through. through. <laughs> Uh, so it was kind of a uh, an old old home uh, place, but uh, uh, it it was a great experience, and uh, we were able to contribute. So that was my war experience. Wow, when, that is a great story. When I came back, then uh, uh, U.S. Steel had to rehire me because of the GI Bill, and I took. Uh, I had quite a bit of accumulated leave, and uh, I shopped around to see what uh, you know what jobs were available. Mr. Jones, um, in World War II, what would be one of your most memorable things that you still remember, like yesterday? What one of your memorable stories? Is there some memorable event story that you remember? Well. Uh, <laughs> One of my friends, who was a captain in the Marine Corps, got stationed there. And one Sunday, we went out for a ride around the island, which was still had a lot of Japanese that were hiding out. And we went out to visit a couple of these little villages and whatnot. And it had been raining and which it, it does often. And uh, uh, it was getting a little bit dark and uh, uh, we decided to cut across this field. After all, I had a four-wheel drive Jeep uh, and just he and I. We got through about halfway and we got stuck in the mud. And even though I had four-wheel drive, all I kept doing is getting in deeper and deeper. And then about that time, we saw some rustling in the distance. We thought, oh gosh, you know, those may be Japs. So he and I reached for our sidearms and uh, we were just gonna shoot it out. <laughs> and if they're gonna get us, we're gonna get a couple of them first. <laughs> and then the rustle, uh, uh, cleared and it turned out to be it was a farmer and uh, and then we motioned to one another and he came over to see that we were in trouble and he had a caribou you know the, one of those big uh, animals and uh, all the farmers that was their that was their number one uh, helper that they had well this this big caribou got behind the jeep and uh, and uh, with a couple of big lunges, we shot right out of that hole and escaped. But uh, we didn't know if we were going to come back or not. But that was kind of a great experience. <laughs> Mr. George, um, so when Pearl, Pearl Harbor happened in 1941, yes. December 7th, where were you? Where was I? Yeah, where, where uh, were you in the whole story? 
You know, that's an interesting story. December 6th, uh, I took my, uh, uh, took Barbara out for a ride and uh, that's when I proposed to her for marriage. And then uh, we, we went home happy and the next morning I, I hear all this uh, noise and everything. I said, gosh, everybody's celebrating <laughs> our, our wedding. And it turned out to be that, that uh, about uh, 12 hours after I proposed to Barbara, uh, the bombs landed in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> and where were you? Um, where were you? Were you back in Rhode Island? I was on the, uh, uh, on the Stanford campus. You were back in Stanford campus. Yeah. Got it. Great story. I love it. We always maintain ours was not a war marriage because I proposed to her before the war started. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at naveenhealth.com and through my social media.